with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good day, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. New England's own Van Helsing. And with me is the right honorable gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parsons. Good afternoon. Or should I say the god of infrastructure? Infrasound. Infrasound, infrastructure, it's all the same. In for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, so anyway. Uh, you might hear some crashing and smashing because we've got thunder and lightning outside. Oh, I thought it might have been that your um, your groovy neck, your EMF neck. My new horse collar. Yeah, yeah. So for those who don't know, and, and I was going to get into it, but since Steve brought up, as we'll start it off. Um, I had neck surgery because I had a compressed spine, and you know they replaced a couple of discs and put a little titanium in there, and you know maybe a new man. Uh, what? But they also what? what? You made it like out to that Titan submarine stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Graphite, so it's going to implode if I go go down on Titanic. <laughs> yeah, don't go swimming. Mm. So, anyways, uh, then they decided. Well, not decided, but uh, they have this three thousand uh, dollar bone growth therapy. It's called. And uh, I have to wear this thing uh, four hours a day. I mean, it's it's a pretty fancy thing, you know. But basically, and and it's a uh, EMF. Uh, well, let me tell you exactly uh, the little story about it. There's a little story. It only could take a minute or so. It's uh, the little history of it. Bone growth therapy, com- commonly known as bone growth stimulation, is safe, non-surgical treatment. Your doctor has prescribed to improve your opportunity for a successful fusion of bone and fractured healing. This device uses, wait for it, a low strength pulse electromagnetic field or a PEMF to activate the body's natural healing process. Electrical currents have been used in healing bones since the mid 1800s and everybody thought they were cracks. However, it wasn't until the 1950s that a scientist made an important discovery. When human bone is bent or broken, it generates an electrical uh, it generates an electrical field. That low-level electrical field activates the body's internal repair mechanism, which in turn stimulates bone healing. Bone growth therapy is initially used to stimulate uh, the natural healing process. In long bone fractures, the treatment has been proved successful uh, by scientific studies for healing uh, spiral fusion as well. And the routes, yeah, 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 then it goes into it. So this is what this is. So basically, it's a big EMF generator on me. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, let me ask, can you hear anything, Steve? No. Okay, so I can. And my, 
and I get, when I'm wearing it, you can't hear a damn thing, right? But if I put the head head uh, things on, what do you hell do you call them? Headphones. Head, yeah, headphones. If I put those on, I hear the. That's all I can hear right now. Well, that's to be expected, and that's because there are coils in the headphones, and the coils in the headphones are picking up the EMF fields. Hmm. Isn't that, isn't that wild, though? I mean, it's like, it's basically, it's, it's basically an EMF generator. It's what it is, right? Well, I wouldn't publicize that if I were you, because all the idiots will be wearing them on the next ghost hunting shows. Yeah, they got $3,000. Oh, that, that's pocket change to Zach. Okay, I'll have in to fact, tell that, him. In fact, looking at the cost of some of this daft EMF equipment that you can buy on some of the ghost hunting stores, I mean, you know, 3,000 bucks, it's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get a three pr- a 3D printed steampunk EMF meter Ooh. with a music box for about 1,500 bucks. Oh, that's sweet with the music box. I like the music box. So, is that to keep you busy while you, so you don't get bored? Or uh, it keeps them busy while they're doing the EVPs. Oh, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna rant for a minute. Yeah, please do. Because, because earlier in this week there was an unfortunate implosion of a submarine, a submersible. Oh God, yeah. Okay, I was gonna and, bring this up too. We I have got, got a rant on that too. Five people lost their lives right it wasn't 24 hours before that i'm not even going to name him popped up on the internet doing his crass evps Mm -hmm. it's i mean the man has got the moral compass of a rattlesnake Mm mm-hmm and just, it's not just him, Steve. It's not no, just him. Do you know, I mean, there were people condemning him, and mm-hmm. rightly, but what was really annoying me were the comments on his social media page mm-hmm. saying, oh, you're such a good guy. Oh, more people should do this. Oh, I'm so grateful. Oh, how comforting to the families. Oh, How this comforting is... to the families? Yep, that was one of them. Oh, my God. Just shoot me. Yeah. Well, if if we shot you, we'd probably have an EVP. Or well, somebody, yeah, he'd probably come up with one on it within twenty four hours. Oh, yeah. trust me, I'd go out there and skin the shit out. Yeah. It's like, you know, he did it with Queen Elizabeth. He's any tragedy. This this jerk is going to cash in on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but not going to name him because I'm not going to give him any publicity. No, he don't. is. Um, he is a, as we say over here, a grade A oven ready. No, I'm not going to swear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw a post the other day. Well, I have a friend who does uh, uh, underwater investigating, and and and, oh, and I, I think that you know they should go down and on the to the Titanic and and see what uh, they if they can get some EVPs. <sighs> Seriously, and I, I mean that was out there. I mean, and it's more oh, like that. You've already got you got medium, you got mediums contacting people already. Yep, there were mediums cashing in on it as well, saying that you know. In fact, there were several mediums saying that, and this was the worst part, that they had psychically deduced that the submarine was on the surface and were sending messages to the coast guard telling them where to look for it. Anything for a, anything for a 
massaging the ego and yep. anything for a buck. Yep, I agree with you. And the worst part about it were the comments because there were hundreds of people all patting him on the back and saying what a good guy he is and, you know, thanking him for his mm-hmm. contribution and... Oh, please. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was going to bring this up too because I saw it on the other end of it where I was going to talk about the memes and everything, you know, that we're yakking about. It seems like anytime you have any notable death, there's already somebody that's automatically out there trying to, uh, not trying, excuse me, contacting them, actually making contact according to them. Uh, you know, it, it, it just dri- drives me nuts. I mean, they had that stupid lion that was shot by the dentist. So I'm going to get yelled at for calling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he was a great philosopher, evidently, but that's another story. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, th- there are some really decent mediums out there. And well, people who do this stuff is just looking for, for the, like you said, besides their own ego. I think that's a yeah, very I good don't, way I don't care it. if people, you know, are sensitive or mediumistic. Yeah. Providing they're just good people, mm-hmm. you know, have a moral compass, have yeah. some sense of ethics, have a little bit of, you know, like sensitivity. Sensitivity, you know, five people yeah. are dead. There are, there are lots of grieving people out there. And then this jerk off comes on and goes, "Hey, I can make a buck." Mm. Yeah, it, it 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 irritates me too. That was one of the subjects I was going to bring up. So I'm so yeah. glad you. I'm, so, you I'm sorry, on listeners, but you know, if you're one of the people that thinks that this man creature is contributing anything to the understanding of paranormal phenomena, survival after death, wrap it up how you like. Mm. His magic boxes that he will charge you a lot of money for mm-hmm. are nothing other than electronic snake oil. They are cheap electronics. They are musical effects. They are Christmas lights. And the whole thing is just snake oil. See, that's the thing, Steve, too. Like People are spending big bucks on these other electronic what? devices when you can just use common electronics to get the same results. Yeah, you can do it for a dollar. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we know, we know somebody who does that. Yeah. Yeah, that's still the best. Uh, but still. She wasn't well, the doll, first, doll, actually. It's a dollar and a quarter now, by the way. Yeah, she wasn't the first person to say to make the point about um, when you put the plastic nose cone on to make sure that you cut some slots to let the EMF out. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a strange world we live in. And, it attracts uh, strange know. people. I mean, that's in a way, that's kind of part of the fun of it because it does attract the odd cuckoo. Um, and, you know, a lot of these people are genuinely well-meaning. They're a bit misguided, but they're, they are genuinely well-meaning. I do not put this this person who I'm not going to name in that category. That is no, there is no well-meaning, slightly misguided about him. He is manipulative, and he is conniving. You know, we probably lost a couple of listeners on this, but well, know, if it they is, support it him, is, I'm glad. it if, is if what they, it is, right? Well, if they support him, then mm. I'm glad to see. I'm I'm glad that they've gone. Mm. But anyway, uh, 
you know, we, yeah. we, we put uh, we put all that. kinds of people on the shows with with all opposing views, and we you know we've listened to. Well, we have. I, some... I am an advocate of freedom of speech and freedom yeah. of expression. And... Except when it comes to me. Oh yeah, I'm going to cut, touch on that in a minute. On yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's on the target list as well. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we'll, we'll finish this up. But you know, the, the the one other thing that that really amazes me is because of the society we live in today, it's so sensitive about everything. You know, what you call yourself, what you you can't comment on anything and everything else, and yet people can talk about this like it's you know it's it's and not not get offended i don't i don't understand it but whatever people are people people are strange yeah. but you are I, right i mean do you know the other week i because you know um our eldest well my daughter's 26 but mm-hmm. the boys are just coming on 13 just coming on 10 and over the weekend i was down in portsmouth with asap running the training training camp weekend oh cool and um we we got talking over one of the lunch breaks to one another you know those of us with younger children saying i you know i genuinely feel a little bit trepidatious about the future that they're growing up not that you know i don't think there's going to be world war 3 i don't think that i just think they're going to be so screwed up because you know how can they form relationships how can they, they, they can't even, you know, they, they don't even know what the correct terminology is anymore to, to talk to one another. Yeah. You know, how, how do you, you know, how do you date when, you know, what's the language of, because flirting is now banned and yeah. can get you, you know, can make, you know, put you on the Not sex like me, by the way. <laughs> But you see, we are of that generation. We're not allowed to have an opinion because yeah. we are white, middle-aged males, and we are—we're the cause. We started it. We—we're—we're we're, you know—we're to blame. Yeah, we have, have to start our own. We're movement. privileged and entitled. <laughs> well, we're privileged. Yeah, we have to start our own movement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. Wait a minute. I am titled, so you can say that I am entitled. <laughs> well, you know, I don't drink Bud Light anymore. Mind you, I never drank anyway. But what? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't exist anymore, does it? <laughs> I don't think so. I never drank it anyway. It was horrible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking anyway. of speaking of Bud Light, um, parapsychology light is on his way back to Savannah. As yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Winging his way back. I don't think he was there at the weekend, so we did get a chance to catch up, which was nice because I haven't seen him for a long time. Yeah, um, I want to touch uh, on the ASAP uh, training too, as well. Yeah, so, yeah keep that. And um, and I and I um, I've got I've got back all the scripts for the Teller of Curious Tales. So the Teller is dead. Uh, well, he's in long-term hibernation. Hmm. Like Ian. <laughs> but um, but he was but the 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 former Teller of Curious Tales was telling me another curious tale about um a new podcast coming out in July. Really? Out of Savannah, Georgia. I don't doubt it. Uh, we're on the guest list. Well, we're on the hit you list. You are. To, uh, so are you. You are. Nope. 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 You're on it too. 
Sorry. Not until I get contacted, I'm not as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, I haven't been officially asked yet. It's just I got the heads up that we're going to be on the guest list. Mm, get so. a heads up. Give me a contact, then I'll consider well, it. They will. They will in due course, yeah. but they haven't set it up yet. But I there mean, I haven't, I haven't had an invite either. So there you I go. Just had, a, just had a heads up. Mm-hmm. They'll probably call it Ghost Chronicles, something or other. Southern Ghost Chronicles, yeah. Southern 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 Fry Ghost Chronicles. I like that one, yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess, by the way, we were supposed to have a guest tonight, but uh, he was Scottish, and evidently it was past his bedtime, so uh, he canceled. So, anyway, that's... Well, his, so his, mom, his mommy said he had to be in bed. Yeah, probably, but you know what it is. He's Cookies Scottish. and milk. He's Scottish, what can I tell you? Hey, Stephen Scott's Scottish, and he stays up till. I know, yeah, he, he's a rare breed. I don't think he's he ever nocturnal. Sleeps. That man, yeah, I don't, is I don't nocturnal. think he ever breeds sleeps. I think he's. I don't think he sleeps either. I don't. Yeah. Well, well that, maybe we'll get him on the show sometime and ask him. Hey, are you a vampire? Oh wait a minute! You can't be a vampire because in the daytime, too. maybe he's a hybrid vampire. Do you know what? What? Well, you know, I shared the beach house with him. But I don't ever recall seeing his reflection in a mirror. Ah, I see. I'm telling you. Yeah. We'll have to get him on and ask him that question, though. Pointing question. Mind you, that could be because there are no mirrors in the beach house. Well, that's whatever. But true. It's more technical. It's more technical. No, I didn't lie. I was, All right. like, I was like Biden. I was economical with the truth. Right. So I want to uh, finish up on this EMF thing before we get on to yeah. the other subjects yeah. we have. So I got this, as I mentioned, this this EMF. You know, you're gonna, when you when you finish with this, your neck's going to be four foot long. You're going to look like a giraffe. I probably. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll probably be, uh, you know, like tall. You're like one of those, you're like one of those uh, Maasai warriors with, like, you know, the 13-inch long neck. I, yeah, I'll probably get an NBA t- contract. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, anyway, uh, so I got this electronic thing. It is basically an emf generator and if you look at a lot of these ghost stores they sell yeah, emf right. generators right try right. just stick so, it on hey, when's your next red light sounds that's the thing i was going to bring up steve see great minds running the same gutter uh it's yes next i got that in a couple of weeks uh the red light science which we've been doing for what 12 years now going on 12 years or 12 years longer longer Some, well, whatever half a century now some ridiculous time limit uh so we do to say uh, the red light say it's you know i'm gonna wear this thing dude i'm i am dude i am wearing it so this should be interesting just don't go out if there's a storm i'm boring one or the other hopefully no one has a pace next to pace pacemaker in the group because, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's um, they don't mix too well <laughs> Is it safe to wear? Is it safe to wear next to somebody with a pacemaker? No, no, oh no, that's a big no. <laughs> Did the garage doors open and close and store and, and like store alarms? Hey, I, I could try that, right? I would. I could. Do you know I that. would. You absolutely yeah. know I would. So when I'm done with this thing, right, done with my therapy, you know, I own it. So I was oh, thinking. Cool. All kinds of things I can do with this or attempt to do with I, it. Well, don't. I've got. Oh, yeah. What? What? You got some ideas? Well, just thinking about Spirit Quest 2024. Yeah, five, six, <laughs> whatever. Oh, four, four. Anyway. Before you flatten the batteries. Yeah. Uh, 
it, it, that's rechargeable. Yeah, you plug it in. You recharge it. Oh, right. Okay. But it's it's really high tech. Okay, for instance, I got to wear it four hours a, a, a day, right? Yeah. So, so it's got a little it's got a little meter on the front of it, so it tells me how long I wear it. So, for instance, I got twenty seven minutes left in, in this, and also shows me the how much power is in the battery as well. So, after uh, the four hours are up for the day, it shuts it off, and it and it and it notes it. If, uh, for instance, I only go for an hour. Uh, then I take it off and you know shut it down, take it off, and then I turn it on again. It goes back to that time. That time is included in it, so it's you know pretty high tech. It keeps track of it, and plus they can also monitor it as well. Uh, so you know they can download what I have on here, and, and it shows me you know like the first one it says one day I completed 100% of my treatment and everything. So there you go. Well, it's not that high tech. I mean, if you hadn't been injured. Uh, last time I was over there, mm-hmm. you, you, well, I mean, my my bio think, device. Think special, think special, think what you're saying. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say my bio device is yep. probably more high tech because it's Wi-Fi oh, it is. enabled. Wi-Fi yeah. enabled, Bluetooth compatible. Oh, mine is uh, too. I can load, I download an app to my phone. I can do that to it too, yeah. my friend. And mine plugs into the wall to charge. Unless it's power cut, which um, yeah, which which was serious. You plug it into solar, and then you <laughs> anyway. They 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 have come out with a car charging module for it. Oh, do that's cool. So Actually, next time there's a, next time there's a power car, can we can we can just power it from the car. Yeah, but I could do that too because mine works on USB, so I can just plug it in my car. Yeah, mine doesn't know that because of the huge. Yeah, yours. Of... Yeah, yours use a lot more electricity. Yeah, um, for those that don't know what we're talking about, the bio device I'm talking about is an artificial limb. Ah, just in yeah. case people didn't know what I was talking about. It's an artificial willy. It's not an artificial <laughs> willy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I can't believe you just said that because it's I know what so, I did. It's just so wrong. I know, I know, but you know, I blame the device. You know, this electromagnetic fields is 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 causing me brain destruction. Um, have you? <laughs> and if you say you haven't, I'm going to be shocked. Okay. Have you switched or uh, while it's running? Have you got out one of the EMF meters? I have not because I don't have any. Why? Of it. I don't have any available to me right now. You remember, I just got off my driving restrictions, so I, I, yeah, I am now Saint allowed Jan to could drive. drive. She could have, Jan oh, could have driven oh, yeah. me down the office. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with yeah. that. <laughs> hey, I've been in the passenger seat. Um, she could have driven you down there. But I have something else to report that's brand new. You remember, I've only had, this is only my second day. So I have something else to report. Um, because I have... Uh, back issues, not only the compressed spine, but I also have a ruptured disc and I know. fractured back. Yeah, I got a wait a minute. I got a belt on, and it's a copper fit belt. And I've noticed today. I just put this on today for the first time, and I noticed with this EMF meter on, I get a little tingle in uh, in in the belt area from uh, this. I think I think it's from this. I'm, this is new. It would, it would make it would make sense because. Well, the copper belt yep. would be acting as an antenna, hmm. rather like the coil 
inside the headphones. Ooh. It would it would act act as an antenna. Um, so you, I mean, that's the principle of radio. Wait a minute, should I should I connect a, a recorder to myself? Maybe I'll get EVPs. Uh, you might get Voice of America, especially if I go into the bathroom. I might get an EVP. You might get Voice of America. That's two. That's <laughs> two below the waist jokes in one one evening. I know. And I, see, I'm blaming this belt. The belt yeah, the, uh, something. But yeah, I mean, you you would expect. I don't know if you get tingling, but you would expect that. Um, I mean, if we were to connect your belt to uh, a voltmeter, yeah, we could do that. We could measure the voltage inside, yeah. induce the induced voltage in the copper coil we'll from the that. EMF meter because that's a radio receiver. Yeah, we'll have to try that. Basically, Definitely. yeah. So I could be a walking, talking EVP machine. You could, you 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 could, yeah. Wow. And if the belt slips any lower, you could talk bollocks. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's one for you. <laughs> Below the belt jokes. Well, I thought I'd join in. <laughs> didn't want you to feel left out. But yeah, so didn't, want me to, didn't want me to have all the fun. That's right. <laughs> well, we're coming. We're coming up. I don't want to do anything too in depth because we're coming up. I know. To the I know. Where we have to tell people if they give us three bucks uh, a day, you can be one of our Patreons. And... Oh yeah, two minutes came in. I didn't see that. It wasn't in chat. We we, we should uh, we should Thank actually you. cost a living. It should be more than three bucks now. Well, you and I should do a little promo for that too. We should. Yeah, record a little one. I think it would be pretty good. Anyways, we do have to take a break, and we come back. I want to talk about uh, ASAP, and we want to talk about opinions on the show and uh, other things. Right? Right. Yeah. So anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles, uh, where the hell are we? International, right here on uh, Tojanet Radio, uh, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 286 Memorack Street, Thurwin, Massachusetts, the Glant Messier Family Law Group, uh, was it? 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Become a member of Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, a member of the Dead Air Society, as we like to call them. Used to be Van Helsing's Angels, but I got jumped out of that one. But anyway, uh, yeah, so for a mere three bucks a month, you have access to over 50. That should definitely be more. Yeah, over 50 videos and uh, this Ghost Chronicles the magazine. There's, uh, what else is on there? Oh, you can get free stuff from uh, SBR. It shows you the links on there, so you can get that off there, too. Uh, you can see lovely video of Steve's upcoming event somewhere, uh, which we could we could do a plug, too, if you want, by the way, when you, you come back. It's up to you. It's kind of far away, though, but you can do it in there. It is kind of far away. All right. So, anyways, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles International. We'll be right back after the following messages right here on Tojinet Radio.
Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978 978- Four five five six six seven eight. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange, deranged. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous, as we give awards to the Parax family. of the first half of tonight's two-hour Ghost Chronicles double edition. This is the international edition starring Radio New England himself with his EMF built-in EMF meter. Yeah. 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 And the gold standard, who doesn't have a built-in EMF meter. Yeah, but you've got something more. Yeah. Yeah, my... He was just like... Cool. It lights up. It does. And it <laughs> costs ten times what your device does. Yeah, I know it does too. That's you got me beat on that because I expect that anyway. Hey, hey, um they're 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 still rebuilding the next generation version of it. And um uh it's uh, got a new logo. Yeah. Yep, Pac-Man. Pac-Man. It's got the Pac-Man ghosts all over it. Oh, cool, cool, cool. How come you don't have the Didier Society on there? Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I haven't got around to that. Actually, I didn't mm. choose it. Uh, Mrs. P chose the Pac-Man. Oh, well, can't argue yeah. with that. No. no, don't argue with you. Don't argue with the ladies. Uh, Not when so you I, I post this thing. Yeah, no. I posted this thing on my page. I don't know if you saw it. It shows you what type of representatives we have. Uh, we had this guy from uh, South Dakota who says Mount Rushmore is a Masonic author and demonic communist witchcraft line hotline to Washington, D.C. And God told him so. I thought there was a movement to actually um, cancel Mount Rushmore. Oh, there's always because of its connections to or the presidents who are um, memorialized there to cancel Teddy Roosevelt due to their connections to slavery. Teddy Roosevelt didn't have any slaves. It was after oh. slavery. Yeah, but he knew someone that did. 
Oh, okay, that makes sense. One of his ancestors. Yeah. Yeah. He was a hunter, though, so that was, uh, you know, that probably was it. Well, thousands of children, millions of children are grateful for the teddy bear. I know it. That's that's one guy, you know, it's like if you could have dinner in heaven with somebody, who would you be? I think Teddy Roosevelt would be up there on my list. Uh, that guy was unbelievable. I, I, I just admire him in so many ways for so many things that he did. So whatever. He was an independent thinker, which you don't get many days nowadays. Sadly not. No. So anyways, you were down in Portsmouth. I, I was. Yeah. That's the Surprisingly astute of you. Yes, I was in Portsmouth uh, last weekend um, mm-hmm. running because I am, uh, for those that don't know, the uh, ASAP, the Association for the Scientific Study of Anomalous Phenomena, founded way back in 1981. Uh, I am their training officer and therefore Ooh. responsible for designing, defining, and uh, delivering their training program for paranormal investigators here in the wow. UK. And uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. Um, so when was, you say their investigators, explain that. Is it just well, general Well, if you're public, a member or? of that organization, yeah. um, then occasionally, of course, the organization ASAP gets contacted, you know, help my house is haunted. And sometimes they may need an assembled investigation team um and we would send team members who have undergone a level of training and competency oh. and so you certify them we give them accreditation to say there is no qualifications and i emphasize that we do not uh, give people qualifications Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two levels. The first level is the level that was being run last weekend, and that is accredited. And that simply means that they have met the minimum standards that we, you know, ASAP define. So um, for things like ethical um, treatments of clients, so it's, it's ethics-based, for um, so that's one. A good scientific methodology. So you won't find ASAP doing EVPs or playing with Ouija boards or oh, or God. calling out or all this. Oh, that's no fun. It might not, well, they can go off into other groups and do fun. Um, oh, okay. But, you know, ASAP is a scientific-focused, uh, educational, charitable organization and if they conduct an investigation, it has to be done to a certain standard. And it is my job to make sure that the people that are dispatched to conduct the investigation uh, achieve the uh, the required standards of the organization. So how, how do you know they're going to do it according to your standards? Uh, because once, once they're in the field. Well, well, because in addition to training, there is also auditing. Uh, there are several levels of auditing which allows us to maintain, uh, ensure that those standards are being met and maintained. Ah, because yeah, I mean, you know, you could do training, uh, but then without without, you know, as you say, what's to stop people just going off and doing their right. own thing? When the mouse is away, the cats will play or something. Well, like that. that's why we, away, that's yeah. why we have auditing. Um, yeah. And there are three types of auditing so that we can um, we can hopefully pick up on any poor practice or areas of weakness 
where perhaps extra resources or additional training might be required. So last weekend was the accreditation, which is the base level, um, and it's skills in, um, you know, good practice, the, 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 the common sense part of it, if you like. Um, now, those people cannot organise, they are not allowed to um, lead an investigation or, or um, you know, um, process an investigation. They are, they are eligible to become uh, members of the investigation team, the boots on the ground. Mm. Um, in order to lead and head the investigation and take, you know, a supervisory role, you have to be on the register of investigators, which is a higher level of training, which will be oh. running in November. Hmm. Um, and that deals in a lot, that takes into account um, the, the, the extra processes involved in dealing with the client um, and prosecuting the investigation, doing the paperwork, um, streaming the results no boy. Looking, you know what we all do anyway mm -hmm. um now again there is no qualification uh, you cannot get a qualification but you will be admitted onto the register the asap's register of investigators and you would become eligible to be asked to uh, take on a case and to form a team from the accredited investigators. Ah, so if you form a team, it can only be uh, members that are accredited. They can't pull in your own people. No, no, you have to use, if it's an ASAP assigned investigation. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Then you could, uh, a registered investigator mm -hmm. uh, would be asked to form a team in, in conjunction with, you know, it wouldn't just be, you know, it's done with the investigations officer and the training officer. And primarily with the needs of the client uh, foremost. So um, a team would be would comprise or would be led by registered investigators and would comprise the accredited investigators. So would they be specialists of any sort, or is it all? We have, we, we, no, no, no. There, we we have specialists that can be called in. Okay. And you know, uh, as and when needed, because you don't need all of the specialists all of the time. No. So that's the way ASAP chooses to do things. And so the first batch of 28, I think it was, um, hmm. investigators went through the accreditation, which is actually a two-part course. Uh, the first is the uh, theory and pr um, practical, you know, some practical exercises. Yep. Um, rather like ghostology, which you've seen in America. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is um, uh, a secondary part where upon completion of the first part, they then have a written, they have to do some so, uh, report writing and researching ah. to, to write, uh, you know, I think it's a minimum or a maximum of a thousand words. Um, and then when that's submitted and is and is of a good standard, then they will receive accreditation. But it's not a qualification. You can't run around, you know. Do they get an identification card? No, 
No, you get you get a certificate that says that you are accredited. That mm-hmm. certificate also expires in four, after four years. Um, yeah, because things change. And also because, you know, you can't have people running around forever, so, you know, having done, you know, one, one session of training and said, that's it for life. So we, right. we expect a minimum of, um, it's, it, it's actually every three years, but we give four to allow some flexibility because the courses are only run annually. Mm. Um, so after four years, that certificate will expire. And so would their accreditation. And with the registered, it's every two years. Okay, so when you uh, you did this class, you had you said around twenty six, twenty eight people. I forget the exact number. Twenty eight, I think it was. Twenty eight, twenty eight people. So what 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 type of people showed up for this course? Uh, oh, there was a there was a wide. Uh, I mean, some people are, are uh, have their own investigation groups and lead their own investigation groups. Mm-hmm. Um, others are brand new. You know, they've never been on an investigation before. Um, they they only know what they perhaps have seen on television or have um, you know gleaned from different sources. So you have a wide mix of you know male, female, uh, and, other. and other genders. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wide age uh, span of ages of. Um, what was the majority? Just be curious. Was it female or male? I majority. would say it was pretty even. Oh, was it? Oh, that's good. That's very good. Uh, I'd say it was pretty even. Um, yeah. Possibly, I'm trying to think the numbers. No, I mean, within a few percent of being 50-50. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, right. that's complete. Now, age-wise, what are we talking about? Oh, we had uh, early 20s to past retirement age. Ah, okay. So, so. A, good, a good representative you know, um, spread of um of people uh and as i say some of them have been in investigation teams for many years some of them actually run their own investigation teams um but they have to still you know it doesn't matter how experienced you are how long you've been running a team you have still got to demonstrate that you meet the standards of asap Mm. and they're not they're not onerous they're not set you know the barrier isn't set so high that it's unachievable and I would expect everybody um, who is at the weekend. I expect everybody will pass. Ah, um, they all they all certainly did did enough to pass the uh, weekend, the part one of the of the training. Okay. Um, you know, it's not difficult because essentially it's common sense. Was you there know? tech involved, or was it just no, strictly no. procedure? Um, there is no tech in the accreditation course because okay. um, there is there is uh, short modules on uh, using cameras and using audio recorders. Okay, primary stuff, good. Um, but nothing in depth, no looking at photo analysis or audio analysis because that is very much for the ARIs and the specialists. Yeah. Um, because you, the majority of your investigators are really there um, to document their personal experiences and to give you, you know, uh, information based upon their observations. Yeah. 
So you, you believe in the same philosophy as my paranormal CSI, which is the, the investigator is here to uh, collect, yeah, observe or collect evidence uh, yeah. as they would in the, in the crime scene. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. And and you know there is there is no real forming of hypothesis because yeah, they, they shouldn't really. Yeah. Well, that, well yeah, you're absolutely right. They shouldn't because they're at the observational stage. But even mm. even then, that is for the next layer, the next level. That's for the registered investigators, the the, the investigation leaders, because yeah. you know even in a group like Parascience, you know we we have a wide spread of requirements. And some of our team have no desire to get involved in the high tech side of, uh, you know, monitoring and measuring an environment. Um, but they contribute by observing and by, you know, boots on the ground, bums on seats. <laughs> and it's an important, it's a very important role that's often overlooked, you know, in the, Everybody wants to be the glamorous, you know, body armor wearing, you know, uh, Zach Bagan's investigator. But what you actually really need is just people who are awake, alert, and documenting their experiences. And then you see, obviously, if there's a corroboration between their experiences and those of the witnesses. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really you know it's really simple common sense stuff, um, and you've got to pitch the training course you know to all levels of experience without being you know too high that those with no experience don't understand what you're talking about or sounding like you're you know co- being condescending to those who might have been running a paranormal team for twenty years. So I want to ask a quick question. I'm sorry. I just thought of this and it's really a little bit off topic, but it's it's similar to what we're, we're talking about investigating. And and, and I, uh, you know, you, talking about parascience now more than the APSAT training and that if you have, uh, you send your investigators out and they write the reports so forth. Is there ever a point where you have to question them about their reports? Oh, yes, there is. Um... Okay. Because often, you know, we need to clarify what actually they've written. Mm-hmm. What did they mean? Um, or we might want to follow up on something, some part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I was curious because that would make sense, but I didn't know if that was something yeah. that you did or, or you didn't do. I mean, we, you know, we don't shine a light in their eyes. And you, you, you know, and sit in the middle of the room, we have the light down on them. and uh, We don't do that anymore. <laughs> hey, you talk about that, Steve. I, I got to just tell you a little thing. When I graduated from college and I had my degree in environmental science, I applied for a job at a nuclear place. And that's exactly what they did to me. I went to the room. <laughs> they sat me in a, a chair in the middle of the room and it was, what? My electromagnetic thing. I've completed my therapy and it's just giving me the signal. Yep, it's all done. Anyways. Um, yeah, so they actually sat me in the middle of the room and they, they like the Russian asked, cruise missiles. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was they're asking questions all over the place. I said, screw that. That's where I started my own company after that. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I, I just Hey, you could you could have been like um Homer Simpson. He worked yeah. in a nuclear plant. Yeah, that's right. And there are other similarities too. Hmm. Ah ha ha, so funny. Jan does, yeah, does not have blue here. You've got the same hairstyle as Homer Simpson. 
Yeah, yeah. No, so last, last week was a very busy week because earlier, uh, I think was it Thursday? Mm-hmm. Finally, much delayed by some, well, first of all, by a pandemic and then by an upgrade to the SPR's website. Mm-hmm. Um, another project that I've been working on, again, to uh, promote good practice, because we have the guide, the SPR has the guidance notes, the, the two editions of the guidance right. notes. Um, but people have to pay for them. And, you know, the SPR is, I mean, they pay for them because they cost money to make. Um, the SPR doesn't make a, a huge fortune from, from the guidance notes. Mm-hmm. But the SPR also believes, as do I, that the information is actually paramount. And so um, the SPR had um, agreed to an, a, a suggestion of mine that we put that we boil down the guidance notes into, you know, a series of essential, you know, somebody wants to know about analysing pictures or how to look after their equipment or how to conduct an interview. And they don't necessarily want, you know, a whole book of information. They just want the bare essentials for how to do it right. And right. so the these quick guides... You can go to the SPR's website, www.spr.ac.uk, and uh, the link is on the Ghost Chronicles page. And you can go to publications, and you will see investigators' quick guides. And currently there are 13. There will be some more added in the next few months. There you go. Click on it, download it, print it off, or save it to your smartphone. You print it off, you can fold it up, shove it in your kit bag, mm. or you can carry it around on your smartphone. Yeah, print it on my printer. Well, I can't help that. But <laughs> but you if you have a smartphone, you can just you know chuck it into the onto the smartphone and read it at your leisure whenever you need it. There you go. So that's that link's on our website. And then absolutely you don't have to be a member of the SPR. Uh, there is no charge apart from your printing ink if you want to print them out. Yep. And those links are on the uh, the international page as well as uh, Ghost Chronicles radio page. So there you go. You can go there and download them. There isn't much you get for free these days, but these are absolutely now, free and gratis. Yeah, like this podcast is free. Yeah. But we have a cost, so you can become a member of Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon and help support us and uh, bring you this top-notch entertainment. So there you and, go. And, and, of course, you can always buy the guidance notes because... Oh, you can do that. You might want more information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't help the radio show. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we had on our show uh, last week, we had... Uh, was it last? And Winspa. We had Dr. Ann Winsper. Dr. Ann Winsper, yes. Where apparently I was condescending. Condescending, yes, it was. It was very, very, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of, lot of, lot of, re- lot of support on this. Uh, yeah. Not on social media, you didn't, because I didn't see any comments. Oh, there were definitely comments, that's for sure, on social uh, media. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, your name did get I must mentioned. be blocked now. Your name? Oh, yeah, I probably did. <laughs> Your name did get mentioned too, so I'm just well, saying. That's good. Well, that's good because 
if people would like to go back to the show and listen to last week's show, you will actually hear me up, not, yeah. not being condescending, really? uh, being, being flabbergasted, shocked, surprised, um, and many other things. At your suggestion, when Anne mentioned that in some instances of time mm-hmm. slip reports that people have described uh, an ambient environment change in that the light levels apparently changed. And the sound became muffled. And the sound, level, sound levels became muffled. Which and, are experiences and, that I've had under a certain... And your suggestion, which both Anne and I immediately rebuked, was... No, because you had yours and you didn't want to look at any others. Which both Anne and I rebuked and mm-hmm. was that, well, maybe the SPR can buy some equipment and test this. And Anne explained that. Wait a minute, wasn't Anne? It was you. No, you play back the show, you'll find Anne it's explained. That, uh, oh, the SPR hasn't got money to go around spending it on tickets. Well, it hasn't, because as I asked you last week, it's what cheap equipment? enough. It's a stupid little weather what station. Equipment. Well, where are you going to put it? Where the reports of time slips. And then you but, put one in nearby where there are no reports of time slips. So you have a. But we have comparison. TV cameras where there are time slips. And as, and as it was explained to you, we can't access that information without knowing precisely when the event took place. Mm-hmm. And I don't think. The SPR could buy a weather station. They're about fifty dollars. They mm. could buy ten weather stations. Exactly. But whose building are you going to screw it to? Where are you going to attach it? Well, let me tell you. When I up? when I was chairman of uh, Portsmouth Harbour Lighthouse, we we contacted a uh, CTT manufacturer, and we uh, they wanted uh, to do a CTV at the lighthouse, which they couldn't do because it was on Coast Guard base. And but we had another place for it. We went around to different businesses. We asked permission, and lo and behold, we got cameras installed in these businesses so that people could see live feeds of the lighthouse. So, so it can be done. Oh, well, you're, you're talking about a weather station. We already have CCTV on every street corner in Great Britain. But as, yeah, Anne ex- as Anne explained to you last week, mm-hmm. the problem is when even when people report time slips, they're invariably months or years after the event, meaning that you can't go back and look at appropriate CCTV. So if and you as had... I explained to you last week, what are you going to do with this equipment? So you've bought 10 weather stations. You've stuck them up speculatively on somebody's building. Mm-hmm. So you've got insurance, you've got all sorts of other problems about oh, drilling. $50 weather station, you cheap bastards. And all of this other, to say, can we put a weather station on your building in case there's a time slip? I don't think that the SPR would fly with that one. Whatever. I don't That's... think, as I said to you last week, I don't think you thought that one through. I... In reality, all you had to do is to get a, I well, can't tell I, you an exact number well, because I don't know how big the street, get get somebody who has, has a CT camera, 
that's available and to see if you can put them in the same building. And you could actually, every so often, go and correlate the difference between the CTV camera and the thing. Was there any, any what differences? Thing? What thing? The weather station. The weather station. You get well, reports on it. Yeah, but none of that is linked to a, to a time slip report. You don't know because they're not reported, you said. Exactly. So, so what, this could what, be a possibility of it capturing so, hang a time on, slip. Hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. We're no, running no, out no, of time, no. by the way. I know, but you're missing one essential thing. What? The report of the time slip. So yeah, you've got a bunch of weather data, you've got a bunch of CCTV, both of which we've got anyway. But how do you then tie that to a time slip? Because you look at the damn thing and see, first of all, well, if there's what are you an looking anomaly. for? Roman soldiers? Yeah, could be very well. It could be oh, a Roman look, soldier. Oh look, oh, look, it got darker. That's because it's cloudy. All right, we got to go. Oh, look, it got we, we, darker. We def- That's because it's nighttime. All right, we got to go because we've run out of time. <laughs> and so I'm going to punch you in the nose anyway. Tomorrow saying how condescending I was a second time. It, it's 1515. You're being condescending again. Okay, we got to wrap it up. You're listening to uh, Ghost Chronicles uh, International, brought to our good friends on uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. We've run out of time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay tuned for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with uh, special guest Chris Balzano. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.